millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Super excited about this week's uh, episode. Uh, the guest is Jared Freed. He's absolutely amazing. You've probably heard of him. He has the podcast, The J Train Podcast, and also uh, You Up. So he's just amazing. He gives great dating advice. Check out his Instagram as well because, like, literally so funny, so funny, and such wise advice. So I was absolutely delighted to get him on. We talked a bit about exclusivity, trying to get guys to wear condoms. We gave a couple of listeners uh, some advice because he was perfect for that. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited. Oh, and I know I had said on my Instagram that Fabu D would be on as well, but he got caught up at like a video shoot. So we did an extra bonus app afterwards, just me and Fabu D. So I'll stick that out on Thursday. But yeah, so look, it'll be a bonus app on Thursday, you know. And if you want to listen to that episode, that's actually up now on the Patreon, up early. Okay, so if you want to go um, sign up to the Patreon. But other than that, this episode is just with Jared. And actually, I'm kind of glad it was the two of us because he was just brilliant, you know. He had loads to say and lots of great advice and really looking forward to you guys listening to the episode. And I'll talk to you at the end. You're in a serious relationship, right? Or did I make that up? I am. I live with my girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah okay. Because um, I thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, exclusivity. And, okay. and what you think about that because I've been thinking that it's a little different now with COVID because people sure. are being exclusive quicker but not girlfriend boyfriend or maybe it's like a New York thing I find it very confusing I think in Ireland it's a little different if you're exclusive your boyfriend girlfriend but here there's like a whole new level yeah I think that's like a it's a lie people tell themselves <laughs> like we've you create the more categories you create, the more you protect your own feelings. So it's like, that's why like, you know, you go like casual and then you're like, no, we're friends with benefits. And then we're exclusive, but not in a relationship. Like that's like the real one that like kind of, you know, creates the hypocrisy. You're like, what, wait, what, what, what is that then? And it's like, what does that even mean? Exclusive, but not in a relationship. That means I still can have sex with other people, but I don't have to like go meet your parents. Is that what it means? You know, like I don't, and people do that. And the reason people do that is they don't want to lose the person. I understand it, but no one admits to it. They don't want to lose the person. They don't want to quote unquote, scare them away. And they, you know, so they sign up for something that's kind of below their standard and even a little ridiculous, but it, it makes it so they don't have to like look in the mirror of this relationship, which, you know, I, I, you know, Woody, Woody Allen kind of, you know, nailed it. He's like, 
his famous quote, relationships are like shark. They either keep moving or they die. So it's like, and and that scares people. And I think during COVID, you don't want to be, you know, I'm in the best probably situation you could be in. Uh, I'm pre-marriage exclusive with another human being. Yeah. So I get the physical touch. I get the, you know, the emotional um, um, love from my partner. Um, I'm never really in fear of ever being like being alone and with no real end in sight. So being single right now has to be scary. Yeah. And then being with a kid has to be fucking terrifying. It's, and then, you know, like, so like I'm in that in between where it's like, I have human connection, but I don't have, um, you know, the nut to cover, you know, like I don't have the nut to cover of a kid, but I also don't have like the nothing of a single person. So I think people right now with COVID and also COVID is actually like, it highlights all lies as we found out. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what it is, relationships or economic or political, the lies and the hypocrisy are way highlighted now, racial, like you're seeing it mm-hmm. because it's kind of hard to ignore. The best example to me is college football. College football, they used to call it like uh, the best, not offensive uh, <laughs> um, example, the one that won't make people go, I'm a whatever is college football is they were always proposed as student athletes. Yeah. So college football is a big money-making, you know, thing here in the United States. So college football, like I went to Penn State, it becomes the third, Penn State, Happy Valley, State College, Pennsylvania, becomes the third largest town in Pennsylvania every football Saturday. So like that means more people, that means more money, that means businesses, there are apartments there that only get rented eight weeks a year for home football games. So there's a whole economy around it, but it was all built on the idea of these, these children or college students, they play for an education. Okay. So, so you play for tuition, which is getting paid in a certain way. The minute you cancel college or the minute you say, Hey, the students got to stay home. How do you continue the lie that these students don't work for the university more than just a regular student? You know, like, so it's like one of those things. It's like COVID unearths that because now you've told students, hey, the pandemic, stay home, work from your computer. But if you play football, we're going to need you in here. (laughs) Like that would, uh, you know, that would, to me, that that you work for the school, you know, so- I, I think with relationships, what you're finding is like, hey, let's do a socially distant date. And the guy who wants to fuck is like, how am I going to fuck? You know, like, am I going to like masturbate from six feet away? You know, like, you know, best case scenario. So it, it, again, the guy who's like there to like woo you with a date into bed isn't as motivated as the guy who's like really interested in meeting you. Yeah, it's from so a true. guy's perspective. So, so you're seeing a lot of people like they're getting more. They're probably getting less dates, but they're getting probably more intimate dates because they're mm-hmm. talking and, and 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 you're finding people who don't you know necessarily are as anxious about COVID. They're like, hey, 
you're on the same level as me. Like we think alike, like that's already a connection. If there's two people that are like, Hey, I think it's like, yeah, obviously it's a problem, but like, who the fuck, you know, I'm not going to die. I'm young. Like those two people are like in line (laughs) kind of politically, socially, you know, like they, so you're kind of finding as COVID as this way into honesty. Yeah. And I, I think that's, uh, if you can look at it positively as a single person, then it's free. If you I, look at it negatively, like you're fucked. Yeah, you're not. I, I yeah. like what I like what you said at the start when you were like, "Oh, it's people's way of protecting themselves." Because I've always thought in New York, when a guy is like, "Oh, well, you know, like a little cool," I just thought it was mm. disinterest. So I would just stop well, being interested. <laughs> so th- it is, and I get emails like this a lot and I don't mean to speak for women, but what you're saying is something that's very female. Yeah. And it's, I like you or I hate you. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> and like is on a spectrum. That's so true. And like for men is totally on a spectrum. We don't have boxes. We have a sliding scale. I think women have a lot of boxes. Well, they'll yeah. go, I mean, they do it with their friend groups. A lot of women will be like, that's my best friend. That's my friend from high school. <laughs> that's my friend, you know, like, I would just be like, yeah, that's a buddy of mine. And then, like, I remember growing up, my dad would always be like, do you know this person? I would go, yeah, I know them. They go, and then he goes, are you friends? I'd be like, I don't know. He's like, and then he would go, if you see him, if you were walking by each other in an empty hallway, would you say hello? I was like, well, that doesn't make us friends. Yeah, but I'd say hello. You know, like, so it, it, I think a lot of guys um, want options, want hookup options. So like the idea of like cooling, you'll have a lot of guys that are like, I'm not ready for a relationship, but we should still text. We should still hang out. I'll keep up on Snapchat. I'll keep up on Instagram DM. I'll send you a fire emoji to your, you know, to your hot, you know, I'm going out story. Like I fucking hate fire emojis. Well, this is <laughs> when you're seeing that, someone and they send you a fire emoji, I'm like, okay, you could have just text back. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know, just letting you know I'm here. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, so I understand why it's annoying, but guys are, the penis is relentless. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the it's, so I, I understand the differing of labeling and the cooling because it's all ways to like kind of run in place with somebody instead of running forward. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think as a, I don't know, I get the impression that guys here, like that girlfriend boyfriend label kind of scares them in regards that they think that the next step is like marriage and i know for me specifically it just makes me feel good i just i just want to be a girlfriend it doesn't mean i want to have seven kids and i'm just sure. like oh now i know you like me and now i know you're not banging other people um and that you you know you see me you you know i feel special but saying i'm a girlfriend doesn't mean that i'm like okay let's move in together that's my nightmare <laughs> like, yeah I think, I, you know, I think that i think that has a lot to do with um economic things capitalism the hustle economy the i just got to get to the suburbs i'm not sure if that exists as much abroad like you know abroad it's like yeah i get a beer at midday and (laughs) i'm working for my uncle and i think here it's like the quote-unquote american dream and you know you want a bigger house and you want to keep up with the joneses i think that has to do with it. And it's, it's a practicality that not a lot of people want to think about. It's like, you know, like I'm living with my girlfriend. When are you getting engaged? Okay. When are you moving? When are you going to move out of New York? When are you going to have a kid? When are you going to, you know, these questions come to you 
And I'm not sure if they come as much. Like, I, I lived in Italy, uh, study abroad. I was in Florence uh, for six months. And the big joke there was that, like, you know, men generally just are, like, forever living with their moms and yeah. forever just, like, kind of, like, you know, have, like, also men there, women there had, like, three articles of clothing that they would just, like, switch around fashionably. Yeah. You, know, like you know, so, like, like here it's all about more, more, more and extra. Like, we're just kind of, we're you know, we're, we're pigs with everything, with how we eat, but also with how we pursue life, I think. It's always about consumption and getting more and keeping up. And I, I think that that weighs on men here because, again – how are you rated as a man? You're, it's it not, you know, the luck of being a man is you're not rated by your looks as much as you are your stability, yeah. your, abil your ability to provide. So that all works into it. So I, I, when someone's like, oh, I'm not ready to be a relationship, it's like, of course, nobody is. Yeah. They're just not ready. They're just not ready to like try and make that happen with you. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah, I think that's a good point. Cause I was, I was seeing someone and, he said we were exclusive and when I ended it he was like oh it's good because we weren't I wasn't ready for you to be my girlfriend but it was like five months and like my whole time I thought oh I thought we were, <laughs> thought we were girlfriend boyfriend <laughs> I didn't realize there was this whole other level so yeah that's that's kind of what I what I found interesting well it's, it, it, I guess like again it's uh that label thing is to protect him from yeah like, it a, was like a serious break breakup like yeah. I I don't know I don't know how much I, it's a it's a rationalization that like that's true is people ridiculous do, people do try to do I guess like a bit of self self-preservation um but I, I I get this question a lot from people who message in <clears throat> is there like a time limit where you should be like okay if this is an exclusive I should kind of move on like usually for me I'm like right if I I I don't know if this is wrong to you but I give it about three months mm. and if it's not going to where I want to go I kind of go right I need to protect myself get out move on date somebody else yeah i i think three months what you're saying is like just human you, you know like we're all like very much alike you know we're all 10 percent apart we all feel the same way so like three months just i would say like the, that question of like you used a very specific word and like what should yeah. i don't think there's such a thing as should yeah. i think it's how do you feel if you're, you know, like, because the, the word should fucks you yeah. because it, because it fucks you when you date someone that's like, um, they call it like love bombing. So like a guy, and it happens with guys a lot because they know women want love. They know they want storybook. So they bomb you with a bunch of love and it's really a kind of a way to work you into like being physical with them sooner than later. That's the love yeah. bomb thing. The love bomb works because of the word should. You know, like the love bomb, guy takes you on date one, two, and three in the first week, and then you guys sleep each other on that weekend, and then the next week he cools off. You you know, if I was on the other side of that, I'd be like, well, when should I be calling this a relationship? To me, it's like you already are committed to them in some way because, you, you know, you the word should fucks you because it's like, well, we've only been together one week. We've only been doing this one oh, week, but it's that's like, so he, true. you know, but he did all this stuff that acted like he was committed to you. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people hold back from that being like, well, 
I shouldn't do too much because I shouldn't be too much. I should, we yeah. should wait to be exclusive for three months. That fucks you. He yeah. did all, I, I think like exclusivity is based on action. Well, well, I will say this. I don't wait for exclusive for three months. This is just when I've tried to do deal with a New York girlfriend, boyfriend. If they're not calling me girlfriend, but I'm, I'm automatically exclusive from the start. I'm, a, I'm from Ireland. We don't. Yeah. Uh, it, that's a whole new concept where you date multiple. I haven't got the time to be taught, but I just choose sure. that myself. I don't really put all that, that expectation. All that guilt you carry around. You uh, can't so I, feel, I feel guilty for talking to one of the, if, if a guy messages me on Instagram, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm just going for tea with my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's funny because it's like, again, here guys are looking to collect options yeah. and part of that. But my point isn't to say that like, when should you talk about it? It's that you, I think a lot of people need to get out of their head about like what the shoulds be. Yeah, you're so because right. If, if, yeah, because if you go, hey, I've been on three dates with this person and we slept together. I want a fourth date. Mm-hmm. I want to be treated. And that's all you have to really come to terms with. The idea of like, should we be together? Or when do we have that conversation? It's so vague that it's so easy to not have that conversation. Like if someone was like, what are we doing here? I'd be like, well, we've gone on one week of dates. And then I, and then I, I like you, but we should see where this goes. Like that's easy to say. Yeah. I think for, I think someone has to be more in tune to what they want. It, mm-hmm. And I, I think that frees you a little bit. Like if you say like, I want a fourth date, that's not asking for too much from someone that, had three available nights to love bomb you. Yeah. And if they won't do that, you have to go, Hey, what's the deal here? You had three open nights last week. Then we sleep together. And now you don't bring me out this week or we don't figure out and we don't negotiate a plan this week. How did that change? Like that conversation is way more real. Also, again, you're not, you know, I understand not having that conversation because you want to protect your feelings. Again, this always goes back to insecurities and how we all like want to like just avoid the topic of I don't like you that much. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I I understand why people don't do it, but I I always I get so many questions like when should it be three months? Should we move in? And it's like I can't be the one to tell you how to feel. Yeah. I, I, if you if you're like, hey, I I like this person a lot, and I'm not getting x y and z well you have to ask for x y and z and not a label that you can lean on to assume you'll get x y and z because i don't think you will yeah no that's great advice that actually is i love that that's perfect just being like this is what i need but i think that's people have issues with saying what what they want i like i like to try to be direct but i have noticed like even more recently I find it harder to be vulnerable because actually we did get I did get a message in and this relates to it she said how do you stop uh from past bad relationships affecting the new ones and I think we do that a lot where you're like because you know if you like touch Mm -hmm. a stove and you get burnt you're like well I better not touch that fucking stove again so for a lot of New York women and I'm getting it more from Irish women who listen to the podcast uh, specifically in Dublin where it's like it's a city and people are casual dating and you're kind of like, how do I not think just because the last guy didn't tell me about his girlfriend, you kind of project into the net. You get more like paranoid and sketchy. I would assume also in Dublin, based on what you said to me, where it's like, I like if you're in an Irish relationship where you assume exclusivity and you're having more than just flings, 
that you are in a smaller town. I'm not saying Dublin's like a one way smaller than New York, (laughs) but smaller than New York. You uh, just like a, like an, uh, an American city, I would assume like, I mean, Cleveland, if you were in Cleveland, you run into the guy that you used to date, you run into the, so that person is always kind of lurking. You run into the friend that knows the person you used to date or you're, the, you, you're, you're friends with their brother or their sister. You know, like the, these things are normal outside of New York. New York is its own planet, but like I, I've done, you know, I travel the whole country and you see it in these smaller cities like Philly, which is still a big city. Like, but they're like, I know the guy from the guy from the girl, like everyone's intermingled and interconnected. And this also happens like I'm Jewish in the Jewish community where it's like, oh, I know that guy from summer camp who knows that woman. So like the connective tissue, I would assume in Dublin is very strong. Even in Ireland. Or exes. Or even in Ireland in general. I was meant to go on a date with an Irish guy here and it turned out our dads worked together. And that's in fucking, we're in America. So yeah, completely. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's like, that's like Jews. Like, you know, like that to me, like when, you know, that's a cultural thing too. So I, it's, you know, I think, um, so those past relationships can sneak up on you. I think you have to take self-responsibility. And I, I know this gets kind of crawls into the territory of victim blaming. And I'm not trying to do that. But in, I'm thinking of lighter situations. Yeah. I'm not thinking of like a situation, you know, like obviously there's way more serious problems that can come in dating. But I'm saying if you're like, you had a bad breakup with a guy, let's say, that, you know, but bad in the terms of like he cheated or whatever. It's like, okay, no one, you can't stop yourself from getting lied to. Like, it's it just like anyone can lie to anyone for no reason at all. Like sometimes you go, why would that person lie to me? Cause they're a sick fuck, <laughs> you know, like, cause, cause they're fucked up. It's like, yeah. So, yeah, so it's like you're not going to avoid being lied to. Um, but you have to go, okay, what things did I let go in the last relationship that I won't let go anymore? Because that's called creating taste. That's called having a standard. So, hey, the guy that wouldn't, you know, I don't think it's cra- – you have to dis- you have to like – and it's so tough. You have to suss out crazy from reality. Yeah. Crazy is someone going – Oh, I, you know, just lying to you and, 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 you know, creating a lie out of, out of, out of thin air, you know, practical is like, Hey, we went on three dates and now I want a fourth day. And it's like the last guy, he never went on that fourth date, but I stuck around thinking he would change. Well, that's pretty, you know, I would bring that to my next relationship and be like, I'm not going to be fourth date waiting on a fourth date again. I don't care who it is. And, and, I think a lot of people, male, female, whatever it is, um, they hold on to bad hands thinking it's going to turn around. And mm-hmm. that's something that takes time to get used to. Like, you always have to be willing to leave the negotiation table. Yeah, and I agree with you. I, that's why I don't like that attitude over here of, like, when I will talk to my girlfriends and they give me advice, they're like, oh, you know, like, be cool. And I'm like, nah, it's been two, three months. I'm not being cool. This is bullshit. I'm, I can, there's other people. And like, some... Yeah. Not all of my girlfriends will give that advice, but I do think it's more of an American cool girl. Let's just wait it out. And I'm like, nah, that's, this is. I, I've said this. I mean, this sounds very written and rehearsed, but I've said it a few times and people seem to take a lot of value from it. 
But like a lot of, there are people that date like they run the company and then there's people that date like they're working for the company. And the people that run the company are very good daters and are very, um, are in tune with what they want and what they're looking for. The people that act like they work for the company are always making sure they stay hot, stay, stay with a job. And it's like, no, you have to date like you're the CEO. You have to, if you were at a meeting with someone and they showed up late, you'd fire their first, that, that person. If <laughs> they show so up late true. to the meeting, right? Like you wouldn't be like, you know, and, and you look at that, like when you meet with your boss, you're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get it to you next time. Yeah, you work for them. But in a relationship, you're business partners. So yeah. why are you afraid of telling someone that they let you down in this partnership? Whatever it is. So like, hey, we've gone on three dates. You're in a partnership. That, that doesn't mean that they don't, you know, just, just because you've only spent so much time together. Like when you talk to someone on a dating app and they disappear, you're in a partnership at that point. Like, I, I think we lessen things because we don't want to sound crazy, but there's nothing crazy about feeling unvalued. And then you walk away and you go, okay, maybe the next person, you know, if this keeps happening where you're like, nah, I won't, you can't take things personally. You know, like, I, I think you have to go, hey, I wanted this. They didn't want to do that. That's okay. I'm going to move on and find someone who does. Yeah, and exactly. sometimes people come back to you, but not very rarely. And I don't want to like push that agenda. Yeah. No, but it's true. And as well, even just about when you're saying, um, so not bringing in past stuff as well as in regards to when you were saying you have to look at yourself. So, uh, I will do that sometimes cause I've had like, I've, I dated a guy who never told me about his open girlfriend and we, and he kind of made out that he was only seeing me. We were having unprotected sex. Like all of the other guys have suffered for that. Cause now I will only ever use condoms, but which is just healthy. That's good. But I find when I start, like even the guy I'm dating now, um, I, I like at the start, I was kind of, I felt like a bit like, oh my God, am I going to find the girlfriend under the bed or like untrusting? Sure. And then I had to be like, wait, this is my issue. He hasn't done anything for for me to for me to think that. And I did tell him, I was like, look, I, I kind of have a bit of, of trust issues. And he was like, yeah, I see. <laughs> but, but, but it's like, but I think that's like, it's so valuable to go, like you ask different questions just because that happened to you. Yes. Like, so like, there's nothing wrong with that. You're like, now the guy has to suffer and wear condoms. <laughs> Fuck him. He's not <laughs> suffering. Now you get to have peace of mind because you're protecting yourself from, you know, in a better way than you did the last time. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's a, there's a percept, there's a perspective change that can happen where it's like, you know, I don't, you know, the guy has to suffer wearing condoms. Ah, too fucking bad. You know, um, I've met other shitheads. You, you have to deal with the, you, you know, not all men. I don't care. There was one man that made it. So I act a certain way now and I have a certain standard and that's all that matters. But, it, and it's, especially with the condoms, it's really hard. I find, uh, to, to get guys to wear condoms like I mean the guy is that an Irish thing too it's an I, Irish <laughs> thing too oh my god like I have HPV because of Ireland <laughs> we all have HPV in Ireland there was like so many people who got so ill because of it but um like the guy I'm seeing now he I was like oh we have to use a condom and he was like yeah yeah cool and I was like wow oh my god he's so he's amazing know, what but a it was gentleman the, <laughs> it was the it was the first guy to just be like okay cool whereas the rest of them are like oh, I find it hard it doesn't feel as uh, and I and I was I, I appreciated it so much that he was just like okay. 
Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people that never understood like this like over dramatic like, oh my god, it feels so much better. Like I I, I it's a cop out. It, it it's a I don't and men will you know I've gotten feedback from men like that and blue balls. I never understood like what is blue balls where they can't come. Blue ball I can no blue balls is like that you've gotten them so um, oh. hot and then their balls hurt. Because, because you won't blow like, them. Because you won't blow them and they can't come. And it's like, like I listen, as a guy, I've never needed to not wear a condom. And I've also never had blue balls so bad that it ruined my night. Like, I'm just saying. So, I, again, someone could be 10% away from me, but no one's 100% away from me. So, may, you know, like, so if you're dealing with that, it's like, I, I as, a, as a woman, I'd be like, okay, you know, but like this thing, like, where men are like, oh, come on, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't know how to It's just gross that. as well. And especially then when they're like, even like, uh, it's like, well, you're not going to have sex. Well, first you've just ruined the mood by being like, oh, I can't yeah. use a condom. And you're like, oh, well, well. Yeah. But also if a guy won't, if a guy won't like look at you and go, if you say, hey, I'm down to be like this whole idea of like being chill that is pretty chill to be like, yeah, you, we just met, but I'll let you go inside, you know, be inside of me with a piece of rubber in between us. Like, <laughs> like, like, and then like, now you're looking like, and there are people out there being like, well, I still want to be chill. I don't want to make them wear a condom. It's like, that's the least you could do. You yeah. know, like, it seems it's a little so ridiculous. And then they're like, oh, um, you know, I've been STD tested or whatever. And it's like, okay, so well, then show me. Like, and it's like, that's just ruining the mood as well. And as well but, for cancerous HPV that women get, they don't test for that. So it's like, uh, yeah, uh, babies. <laughs> yeah, and babies. I, I mean, then you have to turn into this like German soldier looking for papers. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me see the papers. Like, why do you have to put me in that position to be the you know like like the government like it's it's a it's it's i'll never i just think that if you're dealing with someone saying that right away you're better off leaving them like go use your vibrator that they won't yeah. like i and but i they're not again, make you this, home anyway probably yeah right and it's like i i again this advice is probably more for younger women than it is because you're just not sure you haven't been with a lot of partners you haven't been with the guy that's like Oh yeah, totally. No problem. Because when the minute you're with the guy that goes, "Oh yeah, I'll work on him," of course, um, is the minute you're like, "Oh, if it was that easy for him, why was it so hard for the other guy?" And it's like, "Oh, it was so hard for the other guy because he only cares about himself." Yeah. No, it's so true. Because you know? even when that happened to me, I was like shocked for a second, and he was like, "Why are yeah. you so shocked?" He was like, "Why wouldn't I?" And I was like, oh. "It's been a battle." Okay. Was he... <laughs> yeah. I was he older? Um, no, he's younger than my last partners. Um, he's twenty. Yeah. He's 28. Ooh, he's only a baby. But he, but 28, he's still not like 22. No. no like no, to no. me, to me, the no condom thing feels like a very 22. I mean, I'm speaking out of turn. I'm sure there's someone listening right now being like, my 40 year old boyfriend won't fucking do it. And it's like, I, I just think that's like a lack of like, again, all relationships, whether they're one date or before you even meet are negotiations. If someone doesn't sit at the table with you, and doesn't see your side, then they don't want to. They don't really, that's yeah. not what they're looking to do. Or they, the guy who wouldn't use condoms with me, who didn't tell me about his open girlfriend, let's say first date I had said, are you dating anyone? He said, no. Fast forward mm. a month, I find out he has a, a girlfriend and we had had unprotected sex. How did, now, you, I, 
I How did knew, you find out he had the girlfriend? Well, the thing was, we were friends, but I went on, he, he posted something on Instagram and she wrote, uh, so proud of my man. And I was like, okay, well, this is like a girlfriend. So oh, then shit. I brought it up and I was like, my went, man is very specific. Yes. I went That's either my, his mom or his <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And she was too young looking to be his, uh, yeah. to be his mom. So when I went through the Instagram posts, then I, seen that she had commented on everyone for like two years I stopped after about two years I was like I can't this is gonna kill me so um and when he brought up unprotected he said he couldn't really keep it hard with the cons I mean he was like I'm not fucking anybody else like and we knew each other he, he we like worked together so I was like oh okay mm. um so I thought I could trust him but when I ended it because I was like oh you have a girl an open you know I said that in quotation marks so it's probably just a girlfriend I was like we just can't see each other anymore and it was like pretty nice on the phone I was like I just don't feel comfortable I kind of feel like I was put at risk and he was like, oh, well, we, we can go back to having sex with condoms. I was like, how is that your solution? Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be in this much trouble if you had to just. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is all self-preservation again. Like yeah. he's, he only cared about himself. Like he had peace of mind because he knows that you're safe and he knows his girlfriend's safe. So like, and, and it's like only, he only cared about his own peace of mind, not yours, not the girl, you know, also we don't, you know, it's easy to say you're in an open relationship, but like, you know, who knows how open that was to her. I'm sorry. If I don't know, I think if I'm in an open relationship, I wouldn't be writing my man over all of his posts. I don't know. It feels, or I would say like, if, if you're in an open relationship, the very first thing I did, cause I feel like I've been, I've had so many bad dating stories in New York that I do question them up top. I'd be like, are you dating anybody? I, he would have mm. said, yeah, he would have said I'm in an open. He, when he was, no, no, I go on dates. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> like the, <laughs> And also people in open relationships, the one thing I've noticed about anyone in those kind of like subcategory, kind of like alt relationship types, they are the most rule-based, upfront, communicative yes. people. So if someone says they're in an open relationship and you're like, so how does it work? And they don't have an answer, they're probably lying. Yeah. When they, Because when you ask someone like, how does it work in an open relationship? They're like, well, we have this contract and then like it <laughs> spools out. And it's like 700 rules. And they're like, you have to meet all both of us for coffee. And then we play a wind chime. And it's like, and you're like, wow, you guys are so in touch with each other that I get it. But you're two weirdos. Like, like you know, like. I thought you found each other. <laughs> yeah, you found each other. You're two fucking weird rule-based, like ultra communicative, ultra like not emotional people. And that's okay. That's why. It can work for people because I don't want to say that it can't, but I'm saying I've always found in my, in my travels that these people that are in those arrangements are so like over the top, just on like in line with these rules. And if they're not, if you talk to someone, they're like, Oh yeah, we just kind of like wing it. It's like, no, 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 that's not, that's no. not happening. No, yeah, no, definitely not. I de I definitely think that uh, because afterwards, on a side note, he uh, deleted all those photos on his Instagram and then he had like <laughs> six photos. So I'm like, oh, you don't want the other girls to find out. Yeah. Um, I I uh, I got it. It's kind of long now, but I am going to read it out to you because I I got this listener listener mm. uh, question and it's it's kind of interesting. Okay, like I'm very dyslexic, so uh, bear with me. Uh, okay started talking to this girl on instagram a few weeks back got her phone number the first day and called her and then when we start sending voice notes back and forth pretty much every every evening for a few hours 
communication was amazing very easy we met up a week later and then again a couple of days after that all while maintaining daily communication everything was going super well got on like a house on fire and then she posts an instagram story and it's a picture of her in her communion dress this is a person in ireland um where her granny who had recently died uh with the caption one month without you my angel me having never seen a picture of her as a kid and just not thinking responded to the story saying oh my god you're so cute and she replied not the time uh i apologized and stated that and i didn't mean to be insensitive so the whole day goes by and the evening i sent her another message or two same left unread so i just asked her does she not want to talk or something is this something i've done and she responds it's you now please leave me alone thanks uh, Ooh, I, wait, it was a picture of what? It was, it was a picture of her... Her dead granny and her when she was a kid. But the granny passed a month previous. And he said, oh, you look okay. so cute. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. It, it, but it said in the picture, like, one month without you? Yeah. And he said, oh, you okay. look so cute. Yeah, he made a bad move. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and then he keeps trying to text to try and make it better. And she's like, leave me alone. It's you. And then he apologized again and he texted her the next day and she said, please just respect that I need space right now. I'll come back, but in my own time. So two days later, he then texted her again because it's her first day starting a new course just to say good luck. And she said, thanks. I'll call you during the week and we talk, we can talk about everything. But what should I think here? Should I even accept this level of complication so early on? It's very confusing because like I said, our communication was so natural. It's strange that she cut me off. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, he made a mistake. You don't see a picture of someone's dead grandma with them. That and, and it's not like the picture said, like, look how cute I look with my grandma. It said, R.I.P. Nana. Like, it, it, right? It had a, it, it, like, it was yeah. very clear this was a memorial picture and not a TBT. This wasn't throwback Thursday to yeah. look at how cute I used to look in my outfit from the 90s. No, this was a heartfelt, like emotional post that you, um, listen, we have to deal with the email or I can't deal with the other person I'm saying. And I don't mean to like crush this guy, but like, dude, you ignored the whole point of the post. Like if I, if I posted a funny, like, you know what annoys me and I'm sure it annoys you, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, when you post a stand up clip and someone writes, um, like nice shoes. It's like, no, that happens to I me fucking, all the time. I fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't care. Like, oh, like what camera did you use? Like when it's not about like, I posted a stand-up clip for a very specific reason for you to find it funny. Yeah. If you found it funny, great. If you didn't, you can just kind of like move on. If you, if you want to hear about my shoes, there's another time and place to let me know about my shoes or to, or to figure out what camera I use or what podcast equipment I use. You know, like, this wasn't for that purpose. And you know that, like, you know what you're doing, you, you know, and if you don't know, then I have to readjust how much I connect with this person. Yeah. Right. So like, I think she's doing a level of that. She's going, how could he miss the point on that? So fucking much. And I don't know him for that long. And do I really want to continue with someone who would look over my really heartfelt, um, vulnerable online moment. And I I think people do this all the time where they're like, you're getting in deep with someone, you're coming in and then they disappoint you and you go, fuck, hold on. 
I'm taking a step back. And I don't mean to get too down on the guy because I'm sure it is possible he made a mistake. But he has to zone in on what that mistake was. He can't go – because at the end of his email, he goes, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I should – it's getting too weird too quick. No, no, no. You disregarded her emotional vulnerable moment to try mm-hmm. and make some sort of your cute thing. So you have to own that mistake. I do think it's a very Irish thing as well to be like not – being emotionally vulnerable so him trying to reach out was like oh you look cute instead of being Mm. like oh i'm so sorry yeah Yeah, i'm so sorry about your grandmother would have been the appropriate answer and then but you do look cute like that (laughs) is even a different thing at least it acknowledges that she was vulnerable yeah and like in fairness he did apologize and i think it depends on the person because i know if it were me and it was a month later I'm very like I'm just not that deep sometimes so I would Mm -hmm. never if someone I liked did message that I probably would have been like oh thank you I do look cute (laughs) but like that's I'm like different I I don't think most people would be like that I think most people would be like but like and the thing is he did apologize I think he made the mistake on continuing to contact her yeah I, I people women don't like that if they tell you to back away they want you to back away and, and he's just trying to do damage control he's like oh i know fuck. <laughs> well then there, there's a point where it becomes well again if you don't apologize for the thing that really hurt her it yeah. sounds like you're just apologizing to get out of trouble yeah, like if you so don't true. say yeah you know so it's like now it just sounds like you care more about looking uh, uh like being the good guy versus what actually hurt her so like what actually hurt her is, hey, dude, you totally looked over the fact that I had a vulnerable moment online. And then you apologize for just apologizing. And now you keep apologizing. Now you're kind of annoying me. You don't even. Yeah. So, I, I, and again, like when you're getting serious with somebody, there is this like, hey, you know, especially in the beginning, there's, you, I don't believe, I don't believe in scaring people away, but I do believe in jolting them into perspective yeah and and it's like oh that's how he responds to death like do i want to keep going you know yeah and that's true as well because like uh i would i would say that this guy is probably sweet nice guy fucked up and now was kind of like oh shit but i do think for her now she's like okay well what if a parent dies how's he gonna have like women we kind of think like if a guy absolutely if a guy kind of like comes late to like my first show oh I was dating this guy once and he was coming I was doing a big show and I was like so excited and he was gonna come we were dating a while he didn't turn up and my automatic thing was like well he's not gonna support me in the future fuck this guy so game over game over and that's something you care a lot about again anytime you care a lot about something you're being vulnerable if you care about something publicly like that is a moment of honesty and vulnerability that like again when I put stay I get very um I put so much stuff online. When I put stand-up online, I, I care very much about it. It's a very personal thing. If I get that response that's like, nice shoes, I'm like, you've come in here weaponized to hurt me. Yeah. And whether that's true or false, that's how I felt. Yeah. So I, I think like what this guy can do, if I were him, I would go, this is my last text. I've kind of fucked up a couple times. I fucked up with my response to your picture and then I fucked up with my apology. Let me get this out of me. I know you don't want to hear from me, but I didn't mean to look over the point that this was a very caring post about your nanny or Nana or whatever. Um, 
and I, I'm truly sorry about how sad you are about her death, and I'm sorry, and I just know that I'm here. And then he has to back away. Yeah. I think that's the only answer. I think I know. I think that's great advice. I think you're. I think once then he then he backs away, he has to back away because I think yeah. he did too many. There was too much, and then I texted, and then I texted, yeah. and it's like, oh no, <laughs> totally. And, and he has to apologize for the apology too. Yeah. So he apologized for the initial thing, and then I'm sorry for not acknowledging the mistake that I made with my apologies afterwards because he was wrong twice. Now yeah. you know to me, and, and again, I'm being harsh on him because it it is just like. It just represents a lot of like, I can under, like to the end of his email, really like to go like, I don't know if I want to deal with this type of person. No, no, no. I don't want, she doesn't know if she wants to deal with you. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> it is, I think that's back to the self-preservation and he's probably doing that a bit sure. too. We all do that. Like I'll do this thing and it's terrible and I have to stop doing it. But I'll, I'll, I'll look for things about the guy that I'm dating. Like I'll be like, okay, I don't like that his nails are a little long. So I can hold that on to that when we break yeah. up. I'm like, well, I never liked his nails. <laughs> That long nail motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. That dirty fucker who like paid yeah. for all my meals. It was what quite a fucking, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we should wrap up in 15 minutes. Can I ask you one more thing? And it's nothing Please. to do with what we've been talking about, but I've been looking into a lot into erogenous zones. And I think, so this podcast is def- is like dating relationships uh, anti-shame in sex regard because uh, Irish people were just like fucking so you guys shame. love a good you guys love a good cup of shame I, yeah, I, yeah yeah like <laughs> if a guy came on my face I'd be crying for weeks <laughs> <laughs> bathing <laughs> in, the, in the, bathing in um all the, you know the church water <laughs> yeah putting holy water over my face yeah, after exactly <laughs> oh my god stop so I've been like I actively try to do these, like, look into these things that make me feel uncomfortable to learn more about it. So I've been learning about the male erogenous zones. I mean, there was mm. shit I never... Because the first time a guy asked me to lick his balls was over here. And I mean, I got a fucking fright because I mm. was like, I didn't know how to do that. Um, sure. But so there was these things that said, like, the perineum, like your taint, your, go- your gooch. I don't know if that's even a, well, a bad word. Taint, grundle, <laughs> perineum, I think is the, the scientific term. Uh, yeah, I, that's a very soft, the softest area of the, of the male body. So, uh, so when I was looking it up, it was saying for women or like, I guess gay men as well, uh, that you should like stroke it when you're blowing them. Is that true? We try to do like, tips I, I, you know, I'd like, I, I'd like that. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I'm not going to turn away any amount of stroking or tickling. Here's the thing. Like, I think women, um, sometimes are like, they have to realize you're dealing with an SUV. Okay. You know, like, I think like a guy, a guy's body is so mechanical and it's, you know, you're dealing with an SUV. It's not a sports car. A woman is a sports car. You gotta be careful. You gotta be gentle, not too hard, not too tough, not too, you gotta be, you know, firm, but not hard. And, 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 you know, you know, this is, you gotta ease into the clutch. Like that's a female body. Yeah. A male body is a Ford F-150, a Bronco. It's an automatic. It's, it's so I think women can take more chances is what I'm saying. You're yes. not going to break them. So like, yeah, tickle the balls, lick the taint, stick a finger up the butt, you know, like do it all. Like maybe tug on the balls a little harder than you would assume because <laughs> Like, I, listen, my girlfriend, she'll, like, sometimes she'll, 
grab my balls and, and I'll go, you can go harder than that. And she'll go, really? Like she can't believe it. I'm like, yeah, fuck around, play, play ping pong. What's that? So my girlfriend's in the background literally going, we only know kicking the balls. So the balls are off limits. And it's like, yeah, yeah. a kick in the nuts is fucking horrible. But oh you God. are not the same as a kick in the nuts. You She's you know, so right. Because we have been told that they're like this sensitive. So even when that guy asked me to lick them the first time, I was literally like, like, like try to be so gentle. <laughs> yeah, don't be so precious. I think that's the a good because like a kick in the balls is, 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 let's call that a 10. Punch in the balls, that's a 10. A lick in the balls, like you don't want to do it like a cat. Like we want like, you know, just know that it, Again, it's like boobs. Think of boobs. Like yeah. when someone plays with a woman, like if you play with a woman's nipples, she's like, oh my God, that feels so good. She's getting in the zone and you play with them hard. What if I punched a girl in the boobs? Dude. You'd be like, what the fuck? That hurt. But like, again, how do you like being touched in the boobs? That's how he likes being touched in the balls. That's such good advice. Because I, I love that. boob work and I'm always annoyed when guys don't do boob work. So this is great. Yeah. And, and when I like, I, you know, when I'm playing with some, some nips, I've learned, you know, at first softer, but then like, hey, let's push it a little. Let's see how hard we can go. Let's see what she can handle. Let's see. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on the clutch. This is great. This is great advice. I'm yeah. so excited for all the ladies to be licking the, licking, <laughs> yeah, licking the balls hard. <laughs> Suck on them, lick on them, you know, treat them like however you eat ice cream. Get into that. Yes. Yes. I fucking hate ice cream, but. <laughs> is that only, a, a do they have ice cream in ireland they have it and I, when i moved over here i um i started uh i started um working in a, a place called bear burger and mm -hmm. i just was eating the ice cream all every single day and i put on a lot of weight and i made myself like dairy intolerant i think oh yeah I, it'll I get just, you I, I, yeah, I, I stopped fitting into my clothes and I was too poor to afford new clothes. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> and I was like, I gotta stop. So now I just don't fixes here. Yeah. yeah. I, I, ice cream is, I'm from outside of Boston and we eat ice cream all year long. Like there's so many, I didn't realize that it's such a New England thing until I, you know, the more you move away, you're like, it, like we would go for ice cream every night, like yogurt, frozen yogurt. What's that? In Ireland, they, no, ice cream is big. It was big when I was growing up because we would have these things called uh, 99 cent cones and you would get like a flake in it, a chocolate flake. But then there was like this controversy that apparently there was like feces in the cone machines and it was like hey, one of those hey, conspiracies hey, hey. ruining ice cream for everybody. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, Irish some people don't care. That, yeah, some kid said that to fuck with his friend and then all of a sudden it ruined a whole yeah. industry. Every, every No, it, it didn't ruin it because everybody's like, oh, that's gross while still licking the ice cream cone. <laughs> Irish people are filthy in that regard. We're like, ew, Love sex, it. but like, I'll lick the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one last thing, but you said this, I just remembered it. And you said it up top about Italian men with their mothers. One girl did write in saying, and we'll just do this quickly, but her, she's in a serious relationship, very happy guy, treats her very well, but he's a primary care for his mother. So he's kind of she's she's wondering how, what's a nice way to kind of approach or will he be ever able to like be in a kind of i guess move in with her i guess in a committed relationship with her what well she's afraid that the fo the focus is always going to be on the mother that's a that's another thing where you have to like try and separate your feelings from the reality yeah. and like like if you're the primary care it's not like he said she didn't say he loves his mom too yeah. much 
You know, like she said primary care. So I'm assuming the mother's sick. He's got some responsibility for her. So like, if you're getting jealous of his responsibility for his sick mother, maybe you need to like figure some shit out with a psychologist or a therapist. Um, but if it's, I, I don't think his sick mother holds him back from having a life, you know? Yeah. So it, it can, you know, it, with COVID, COVID's like become like the greatest excuse you could ever ask for. Oh, I can't go out, COVID. I can't do this, COVID. It's like we all got gifted a ch child to blame shit on. So the mother could be that for him where it's like, oh, I can't do dates this week because I have my mom. And it's like, then maybe you're not ready to date anybody. And maybe, I, you know, so I, I that's kind of where it's tough because you don't want to be just jealous of his other female relationship because that's crazy. But then you also don't want to be sitting there waiting on someone who's making promises, but it's really they're using their sick mom as an excuse. I think it might be the latter because I just wanted to double check the message, but she said she's afraid she'll keep guilting him to stay by her side forever. So I, I don't think maybe that it's that she's sick, but just that she's old and alone, maybe. And that's, maybe. A, that's a typical Irish thing where there's a lot of pressure on uh, I, Irish old people don't like going to nursing homes. And obviously you can't do that now with COVID. But it is something where the kids sometimes are expected to maybe like mind the parents or go back and kind of look after them and stuff. They're, yeah, I feel like it's more an Irish thing than it would be here because you guys are like, ah, grand, stick them in Florida. Yeah. Get them fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I, I think, again, it's the, you have to suss out excuse from reality. It's okay to cancel a date. It's not okay to cancel a date and go, we'll see when. You know, yeah. if you cancel a date, you go, can't do tonight, but tomorrow works better. Can you do tomorrow? That's someone working with you. If you go, grandma's sick, good luck. That's not someone working with you, you know? Like I agree with you, yeah. And he could always be like, to his mother as well, like, oh, I'm, go you know, I'm going out with this woman, but I have the phone, call me. And he could say to her, like, we're going out, but like, I might need to get home. And then she could always be like, they could do date night in theirs. He just has to introduce her to the mother, maybe. There's a, there's a difference between working with someone and not. And yeah. I think what you're saying right now is like, yeah, of course, that would be the, the, how someone speaks if they're working with you. The way someone speaks when they're not working with you in a partnership is, I can't do it tonight. And then end of sentence. And it's like, okay, so you don't really care to make, you know, like if you had, a, again, going back to the example of like dating like you own the company, if your business partner was like, I can't do Tuesday, you'd go, okay, well, when are we going to have that meeting? Yeah, it's so true. You know, so. No, that's great advice. Okay, I'm going to let you go. But can you, uh, so just, uh, it's at Jared Freed on Instagram, at, right? At Jared Freed on Instagram. Um, that's kind of where I put everything up. I got two podcasts. But yeah, at Jared Freed. If you follow me on Instagram, that's where I put everything. And I put up dating advice stuff. I put up stupid videos. Um, the Bachelor at is starting soon. And I like to yell at that show. So if you're in Ireland, you can watch The Bachelorette in America through me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's great. <laughs> so that's fun. So I love your podcast. I love the J Train podcast. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I got to have you on. You got to come on. I'd soon. love to. I was like, yeah. it's great advice. And a listener, she's like been a listener to this podcast from the start, but she messaged me like a while back being like, please get Jared Freed on. Please listen to the oh, J Train podcast. So she's great. She's from the Netherlands. Nice she's probably messaged you. Akia? 
I'm sure she. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right because yeah, she's so yeah, nice. Yeah. She like messaged me very actual nice. advice, and I'm like, this is the best advice ever. Thank you. Yeah, she's very nice and sweet, and it's it's nice that I think with podcasting, it's a very nice relationship to have with listeners. Like you're in people's heads, so you know you're with them kind of during lonelier moments, and it's it's really nice to like meet pot people who listen, and and they're always looking to like you know, kind of like match, play matchmaker for <laughs> podcast hosts, which is nice. That's so true. Actually, yeah. like some of my favorite guests I've had has just been people being like, like our guest last week, she was amazing. Um, mm. She's a, she's named Kyla Cobbler, but it was because someone messaged, and like the whole time I was doing the, I was like, oh, thank God people messaged me yeah. saying to get her on. She was just brilliant. But you were brilliant. This was so great. Thank I you. loved your this advice. Thank you so much. I'm going to let you go. Say hello to your girlfriend thank you for, for me. me. I, uh, hi, Jess. Katie says that. <laughs> Hey, hey. So, um, but thank you so much this was fantastic thank you so much for listening now if you want to see the video for that it's on the patreon at the moment so you can just go um the patreon slash the shift podcast there's also fabu d's episode is up there now but it'll be up uh his videos up there as well and then the episode will be up on thursday just just a short i think it's like 20 20 30 minutes as a bonus app and also, there's solo apps, you know, where I just like get a bit more personal because I'd be just like, you know, can't be getting, can't be sharing too much details on this, you know, because when we're interviewing people, I can't be just talking about all my own problems. So um, that's more of a, like a therapy session. <laughs> and I'll be doing Erogenous Sounds uh, video as well because I do a lot of them on TikTok. So I'm going to do one for the Patreon, like a proper one. So yeah, so look, if you can sign up, um, I'd love that. That'd be great. All that stuff there, all the old episodes are there, kind of like all the old episodes ad free are there and all the videos are there as well. So also as well, if you want to message me on there or DM me or email um, us, when I say us, it's like me, <laughs> but like oh, me and a guest because uh, uh, they're the guests are the best for the advice so if you have any sort of story or a dilemma that you want to share that'd be absolutely great and just uh, DM me now next week's guest we have a clinical psychologist on so and uh, you all know him uh, the lovely Stephen Mullen um, so it'll be a lot of fun I'm very excited for that so yeah so look do you know what look, have a great week happy October and I'll talk to you next week Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.